Okay, you may need to okay the, the permission to record. Um, so welcome. Um, today's live coaching office hours is going to be a collaborative coaching call. And what that means is that you can just bring anything that you want to the table, whether that be, you know, business strategies um, and, and what your experience is with those business strategies, meaning is it easy to implement? Is it difficult? Is that challenging for you? Um, all things procrastination and resistance, you know, because that is the, the core, you know, um, thing that we work on in these calls is what happens when you face the action plans, the strategies, everything that you write down in your web. So what happens to you internally, you know, do you resist it? Do you procrastinate? Um, Ali, oh, that's fine. No worries, Ali, take your time. Um, and do you, are you okay with it? You know, is it, is it easier? Because that's, that's another thing that can happen. Um, things can become easy. And so then they stop being challenging and they start being part of your comfort zone. And then those are easy to let go of as well, you know, because it's just not exciting anymore. It's just not, a, you know, um, news it's there's nothing new and exciting about that so also we need to learn how to integrate the things that aren't challenging for us carol's here she's going to be joining us too um and then you know there's just how do i do this you know technical things how do i put together my funnel how do i set up my list how do i create an email automation um, how do I use the resources that I have in order to do something that I haven't yet learned how to do? Um, how do I invite? How do I create um, a presentation? Okay, yeah, you can definitely um, pop your questions in the chat box and then we'll take them one at a time, okay? In the meantime, I want to honor Amy's question because she had posted it the day before yesterday or yesterday, actually, in the Facebook group. So um, I want to start with that one. Where is it? Here it is. Okay. So I'm going to read it out loud. Amy says, my question is, I've messaged someone with a green light next to them. So they are online. So this is probably either on Facebook or Instagram, and they have a little green light letting us know that somehow they're connected. That doesn't mean that they're, you know, at their desk or, you know, looking at the message. So she says, I've messaged someone with a green light next to them. So they are online. It will pop up. They have a message to read. If they haven't responded after 48 hours, do I unfriend because they aren't interested and therefore not my ideal client or friendship to build? I understand people are busy, but not replying when a message was sent to whilst you were online. Okay, so um, this is a really good question, actually, because it's, it's very, very common that we get so many messages all the time. We get messages with invites, with spam, authentic messages, and they're all kind of like mixed. So um, it's important to know that we don't have to respond to a message um, just because it was sent to us. 
that's, you know, our integrity and, and we should give each other the permission to not answer. Um, there's one thing that I want to kind of touch on our interpretation of what that means. So we will very rapidly create stories around this person isn't getting back to me or this person got back to me, but what is this thing? Because we're not listening to a tone or a rhythm of their voice, we can also misinterpret what they meant. Maybe they were just like, no, thank you. And we don't know if that's like a, a deadly no for life or if, you know, it's not, not the right time. So, you know, it's, it's really important that we don't interpret, that we don't create a story around why this person isn't getting back to us. Maybe they're busy. For me, for example, um, here in Argentina, a lot of people use WhatsApp. And, um, and there's no way I tried, I, I looked at all the settings to see if I could take away um, the online status, if I can just deactivate my status so that people can't see when I'm online, because I use WhatsApp web. And sometimes I leave it open and I go cook and then I go and run my errands, you know, and I don't unplug my, my computer and then I'm back and there's like 50 messages and I can't get back to everybody because I have a session with a client right away. And then, so, you know, I choose who to get back to because that's part of my self-care as well, you know, choosing and not being um, a prisoner to social media and, and to messages is a core value of mine and my self-care. So this is just me. I'm not saying this is the way it should be, but you never know on the other side what's going on. You know, if somebody messaged me while I was away, but it said that I was online and they unfriended me, I wouldn't understand what's going on, right? So, um, so just never um, draw conclusions when there isn't an actual conversation with the person because it could be anything. You know, it could be that they're doing something, they're busy working, or that, you know, they just didn't get to the message yet. And it doesn't mean that they're not interested. So that, and also, you know, I think it's important that, um, and, and Carmen talks a lot about this. Um, it has to do with doing things soulfully and doing things the soul craft way, which isn't just like kill, <laughs> you know, for, for that, um, for that prospect, it's, it's important that we also get to choose, um, who to respond to and when, and so also expect the same from the other person and honor that, um, we are just crammed with information nowadays. So, um, to answer your question in a nutshell, Amy, I wouldn't really, um, unfriend people because they're not getting back to me. Um, I would probably, you know, touch on that, uh, person, I don't know, like a week later or a couple days later and ask, um, you know, like, I, I'm not sure if you had the chance to, to see my previous message. Um, here's some information. If you're interested, I'll be right here if you ever want to get back to me. And you never know. Um, Carmen also talks a lot about this um, with list building. So it is one thing to send, you know, like the 
more uh, warm marketing messages saying uh, emails or messages saying, you know, I have this program that's about to launch or this product that's really hot right now. And this is the sale or this is the promotion or this is what's going on. And it's another thing to nurture your list, which is something that's really important to do when people don't know you. Um, when it's the first time they've heard of you, or maybe they just seen your stuff a couple of times, or you message them a couple of times, which is basically cold audience, right? It's, it's not somebody who really knows you and is following you or has purchased from you before. So with cold audience, it's important to nurture them, just adding value, you know? And so people start seeing in their feed, what you're posting, what you're about, what your personality is like, and they get to decide, oh, I resonate with this person or I don't resonate with that person. So maybe the person that you messaged is cold audience and they need a little bit of that before engaging in a conversation with you as well or prioritizing your message over other ones. Um, and that's totally fine. Um, that happens all the time. There um, we work on Carmen's list a lot. And there are people who have been on Carmen's list for four or five years, never purchased anything. And then all of a sudden, one day they decide to purchase something because they've seen her stuff on social media. Um, they've seen her emails and they've gotten to know her. They've, she, she's built a relationship with them. And then they were finally ready to purchase something. So that's what it's all about. Um, so my, my, um, recommendation, my feedback for you, Amy is to, you know, just keep posting, um, every now and then, if you feel like following up or asking if they had a chance to look at, um, whatever you send their way, um, you know, just go ahead and do that. Um, but if they never, ever get back to you, just let them be, you know, maybe they just need to see your stuff and, and what you're about. And, you know, if, if they don't unfriend you, chances are they're not bothered by the things that you're posting and they might be interested. Maybe they're on the other side reading about it. So, um, yeah, I would, I would just hold on to that one. Um, you're welcome. Thank you, Ali. Okay, so now let's move on to... Well, and does anybody else have any uh, anything to add for Amy's um, question or any experience that you've had similar to I that? This is really good, Natasha. Um, don't rush into de unfriending people. Our aim with the direct messaging is to to bring them into a conversation with us, hopefully on Zoom or the telephone, um, but. Uh, it's also important to be um, unattached to the outcome of the conversation. It's that detachment so that you don't take it personally if they don't respond. Because people are busy. We all are busy. Yeah. And it's important to make the, make the messages not feel like spam because there are some really bad direct people, people in, in MLM and network marketing that give it a bad name. They... they friend you and immediately say, well, come and watch my presentation or join my free group. And you know it's a network marketing group and they've not shown enough of themselves yet. I don't, don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 I completely agree. So it, it's, it's important to not feel spammy um, for your languaging to, to reflect, um, 
you know, a little more like authenticity and I completely agree to not take personal when somebody doesn't get back to us because we just never know what's going on on the other side. Um, so yeah, thank you for that, Ellie. Anybody else have anything to add or ask? All right. Okay, so let's move to Allison's first question. Um, my team name is Team Vitality Global. However, I wonder whether I need to release the word team and switch it up for marketing as it is equivalent to Live Well International, but also Team Northrop and my own uplines, Team Healthy Fortune. Okay. Team Vitality Global. The thing with, with Team Healthy Fortune and Team Northrop, then they don't actually market online like that. It just is the name of their team. Mm -hmm. But with Carmen's Live Well International is both their team and, their, and, and her branding for marketing, which is a great because it's got, you know, it, it's just got so much feeling to it. Um, and, you know, Vitality Global is great, but you've got to be a bit, a bit careful because there is a very, very big insurance company called Vitality International. Mm, okay. And so I've got to be cautious to not step on toes or I could end up with a big lawsuit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, what is, what is the objection on just vitality global by dropping team? I just feel it's too close to vitality international. Okay. That was it. Okay. Um, um you know, you could add a, a moving word. So sometimes if you have some movement, some sort of, um, ad adjective adverb to that, mm -hmm to vitality you know first i would um i would ask anybody who specializes in um in like property rights yeah um because it may not be that big of an issue yeah. um with vitality global and international it may not um, they know the nuances in terms of naming and, you know, what not to play with and what to go ahead and, you know, have a green light. So I would, you know, ask them first, because if it's not an issue, then, you know, you don't, you don't waste your time looking, you know, and thinking about something else because it has a great ring to it. Vitality Global. I like oh, it. Um, and if you were to add an adjective, um, vitality da, da, da. might just become too mem too cumbersome it could be yeah it depends you have to there's some online um platforms um that help you combine <clears throat> uh names for for branding um yes. i forgot you know i'm gonna get back to there's this um this woman that I was following some time ago, and now I don't, I haven't looked at her stuff for a while. Um, I don't remember her name, but she had like this, um, like these, this free quiz where you could play, you know, with like different names and she would offer combinations, different variations for that. Um, <clears throat> but I'm sure there's a lot online that has to do with that. So let me get back to you. Um, but I would but definitely you know, do that, sort of dropping the team because we're not wanting to 
it, may, it sounds too network marketing-ish to call it Team Vitality Global, I think, don't you? Well, I mean, I've heard a lot uh, with, with the team, but, you know, it could... What what is the the, narrow the market that are attracted to it, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that's all. That's always a strategy, a branding strategy. Um, when you're thinking of the name, is to kind of attract uh, your um, avatar. But my question is, what do you want to um, communicate with the name? Like, who do you want to attract? Mm, mm, mm. Midlife women who want more. Okay. So with team, if you're, you know, trying to attract the regular midlife women who want more with team, it may not be that resonant um, because sometimes when people hear team, it's like, okay, I'm going to be joining a team. Um, and what does that mean? So um, a lot of people might think it's an athlete's team or something. So, right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I would really consult with somebody about Vitality Global. And that's no easy. Pressure. I'm in a membership with a lawyer and she's got a call at 12.30 today. That's in an hour. So Great. I will go in go. and ask her. Yeah. 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 Good. There you go. And show that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. And, you know, I had, I had the same question with my Balance Your Life mm -hmm. name. In the past, when I created my website and I wanted to kind of secure it, the name, and then I and I wanted to have it kind of global in, in terms of uh, uh, worldwide because it all it costs if you want to do that. And um, I asked the question: to you have to go to specific um, office here to ask questions and things like that? They came back to me and said um, you cannot um, use descriptive names to uh, secure them um, and then you can uh, what I could do that it is a um, name and picture combination so for example my tree with a name I could maybe ensure mm -hmm. yeah and but that also means you had to think about colors and blah 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 and all the thing black okay. white uh, color not yes which colors blah 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 mm -hmm. and then uh, then I said to myself if I cannot secure it, nobody else can secure it. Mm. Yeah. And then I said, I do not spend the effort and time and money because it was quite some money. And you can ask to secure it in the orbit. And then some weeks later, it comes back. No, you cannot. And still you have to pay the money and I say, okay, no, that's not what I'm doing. And yeah, so that's how it went for me. And so far, uh, after me, I mean, I talked about quite some time ago, a lot of balance in your life and all kind of flavors came up. Okay, no one with a tree. <laughs> and it's okay. Yeah? So um, yeah. Yeah, that was my journey on it. Yeah, that's really helpful. And it's interesting going through Carmen's uh, presentation and everything. She's got TM rather than R, which means it's not a registered trademark. So TM, so as I've learned from my legal course with Suzanne Dibble, um, TM is an unregistered trademark. Yeah. R with a circle is a registered trademark. So we can all put TM on our names and things that we don't want other people to copy. 
You mm. don't have to pay and register it for that. So bear that in mind, everybody. I'm really pleased I went on the course. Yes, absolutely. That's that's right. Um, yeah, so Carmen's, uh, you know, like all the Soulcraft brands are TM'd and um, the Sexy Fit is a registered trademark. So you'll see the R and... And that's yeah. because it was it was finally registered. It went through the whole process. Um, so yeah, feel free to do <laughs> um, Okay. And for my my next round, my up level, I did choose my own name as my own name. Um, I cannot run into these kind of problems. Nobody can uh, kind of shoot me because I use my own name. Yeah exactly yeah so that's that's another easy thing you know if you're using your 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 name for your brand you know if you are your brand then you're not going to run into so many issues um so um that was really interesting um claudia that it was that difficult to um to trademark your the name because it was descriptive right balance your life so kind of like a phrase a descriptive phrase um instead i don't know something like nike or you know just like a a solid brand name then that is a, a bit easier if nobody has taken it before to trademark um okay and then your second question naming my presentation Worth having a unique name like Carmen's, create a life you love. Mine has been work from anywhere. Okay. Um, and have you already been using the work from anywhere? Uh, yes. But then a lot of us do in the UK. So we, we it's called work from home, but because lots of people don't want to work from home because they've had so much lockdown and they've been working from home quite a lot enough lately, work from anywhere just allows a little bit more dreaming amongst the general public. So it isn't unique to me, but you know, you can do things like, you know, with all my Facebook groups and things, you sort of say work from anywhere with Dr. Ali. And yeah. so you make adding that makes it unique. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that makes a lot of sense because it also brings it back to you. Um, and that's excellent for branding. Um, work from anywhere with Dr. Ali. I like how that sounds. It kind of sounds like a talk show too, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, or a podcast. I'm going to be doing two webinars. I'm going to do a separate one for Team Vitality. So I'll also have work from anywhere with Team Vitality and be marketing that separately. Good. Um, have you thought about um, starting a podcast? Oh, yes. Yes. I'm going to do it in July. I've just got so much on my plate at the moment because my membership is starting in January. And then... Um, there's so many lovely things coming from Carmen as well. And my new associate makes me think I've got to embrace the Carmen stuff and somehow get hold of her team training as well. Yeah. So um, I'm juggling a little bit. But yeah, yeah, podcast is just on the cards. But whether I veer it towards health rather than business or whether I have, whether I have two. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, I was just asking because I think that goes great with your personality. I mean, yeah. You know so much and you have so much to say, you know, and, and, and you're, you like communicating. I think people would really like listening to your, I would. <laughs> I certainly do best um, verbally or on webinars rather than writing. I, I, I get less uh, procrastination if I've not got to write okay. it. 
Okay, there we go. And my, my plan is that basically I'll be doing a YouTube channel. So you've got the video. We strip out the audio for the podcast. We strip out the transcript for blogs. We divide the transcript for the social media posts. That's Good. my plan. Right. And then you have all your content. Um, so that's, that's a really important point. A lot of people, um, you know, if, if you are listening to this and you feel that you've fallen kind of, um, prisoner to, um, procrastination with certain things, with certain ways to create content, then really ask yourself, are you enjoying it? Is that, you know, what's aligned, what you're trying to do is that aligned to your personality? Just like, um, Dr. Ali just said, you know, it, when she, um, does webinars or podcasts and, and uses her, her, um, speech to, um, to communicate the information, then she procrastinates less than when she writes. And that has to do with her personality. And it's important to know where you start procrastinating and where you flow. So, you know, Sometimes we begin courses and we learn methods and we learn formulas and we want to follow it to the T, but some, one of those, some of those things aren't really aligned with our personality or with what flows for us and we get stuck, you know, and if we try something different, that's more aligned to what's easy for us and what's soulful for us, we'll notice that we'll start flowing more. So it's important to, you know, get to know yourself and ask yourself, you know, where do I flow? Where do I get stuck constantly? You know, and it doesn't mean that where you get stuck, you have to, you know, avoid it at all costs. You can, uh, of course, train yourself to flow if that's something that you're choosing. But sometimes we just want to make it easier because we need to get our stuff out there. And, you know, we don't have time to, to, to go and do very, very deep work to just, you know, put together a presentation. So, um, it does come in very handy to know where you flow. Um, all right. So does anybody have any more questions? I grabbed all the questions from the Facebook group. So we're good with that. Thank you. I've just looked and vitalityglobal.biz is available. Mm -hmm. vitalityglobal.com is not available but if you go to the website it's just someone trying to sell the name for $27,000 so it's not that somebody else is using it so I might be able to use vitalityglobal.biz and then for my menopause stuff I'm actually in the process of thinking of rebranding from um, the, the, the entrepreneur's menopause, uh, menopause magician mm -hmm. to um, the midlife Dr. Ali, the midlife uh, menopause medicine, no, the midlife, men, me, the midlife medicine women. Midlife medicine women. Yeah, because I do okay. energy healing and, and crystals as well as having my left brain functional medicine lab test stuff. Nice. So that will attract more of the spiritual people and I will just enjoy it so much more than just seeing people who just want a prescription. Good. <laughs> Good. Yes. Just weave in your passions. And that's something that we always teach at Soulcraft, you know, weave in your passions. Uh, Emmanuel, he shared um, in, in, in the group that, you know, he was really inspired by, um, by the course and how Carmen teaches us to, 
you know, flow with your passions and, you know, invite people and, and, in those spheres as well. And he got his, um, fitness dance certification and he started teaching and he's super happy, you know, cause he's always wanted to do that. So, um, and then that's a different way to attract the people that you want to work with. So yeah, please, please do things that you love. <laughs> if you don't want to just write prescriptions, throw in those crystals or whatever it is that lights you up. And what about everyone else, Annette, Sigram, um, Carol, if you're there, I'm not sure. How are you doing with your business? Is there any support that you need? No, not really. It's just uh, I had a bad week just with having food poisoning for a person oh. with celiac, not food poisoning, food yeah. um, I ate food that was not really uh, appropriate for a person with celiac. Yeah. So I, I think the last couple of days I tried to do things, but I couldn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my focus was just not on. But mm -hmm. other than that, things are really, really exciting. Uh, Daphne's taken on, she took on the whole um, uh, event online event and she did a tremendous job i'm just amazed oh how, i'm so glad to hear that yeah, how much she learned from carmen it is just really really amazing how she handled it all and i'm super proud of how she did it yeah that's awesome what was it what what event oh, we did a christmas it? we did a christmas event and she had some the best she had prizes for best dressed she did some games. That was really fun to do some games online. Mm -hmm. And there were crazy questions, you know, like all <laughs> to do with reindeers and, you know, Santa Claus. But it was fun and women were relaxing and she had quite a few guests. We all up, you know, we had quite a few people there. So, yeah, it's good. And then we had uh, like a little, uh, what do you call it, commercial. And then we talked about what, what was available. So we talked about some of the little packs we had. Then we put a facial mask on. Beautiful. So that relaxed everybody. The way she did it was just so natural, absolutely 100% wonderful. Oh, I'm so glad to hear. She's, yeah. yeah, she's really, you know, taking it all in. You can tell that she's, she's absorbing everything and, and implementing, which is the most important part to, to get out of the just, you know, study, you know, theoretically and to implement things. So she's really lucky to have you as a buddy, as an accountability yeah. buddy too. <laughs> but to have her as, um, you know, to do soul craft, but to be so energizing and her focus on health is just, just beautiful to see. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. So is anybody else doing um, any themed presentations or events or anything like that? How are you doing with, um, with all things invite business? Or anything we are, at all. we are doing the work from anywhere thing, um, and and also um, I have or we have developed in the group a sort of reset as um, the 
the available reset is not fitting to our market. And, and so, but very small uh, thing. And that is where we're now practicing mm -hmm. uh, with um, getting it out. And I mean, to the from a principal point of view, it's you can compare it with something like sexy fit, but it's on a small scale. And that makes uh, people um, quicker kind of feeling I can do that. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's where we practice them to warm up for the bigger things like uh, sexy fit or whatever it would be. Yeah. So, and that uh, turns out to be, um, yeah, exciting at least. Mm -hmm. We learn a lot, we learn each other. So that's also kind of group building uh, thing. Mm -hmm. um, the, um, I wouldn't say, yeah, the challenge or fun or whatever. We, we are with different languages when you call talk to Europe. So we have it now in three languages because some certain people are kind of sensitive if it's not their language. Right. <laughs> so yeah. this kind of stuff, which, uh, yeah, that's um, here and there's some fun. <laughs> so we're getting there. So that's what I'm, I'm looking for. And yeah, it's a learning curve huh? how yeah. to get out these kind of things. Huh? Yeah. And well, nice international event, right? So you have all the cultural blends in there. And that's, that's getting to know your audience, just knowing who, who you're, you're going to be talking to, presenting to, or whatever it is. Um, like Allison said, you know, the, um, what was it? midlife medicine woman so you know she's she's talking to women in you know in their midlife era <laughs> and um and she knows who who to talk to so the languaging you know and and the communication is going to be oriented towards who's coming <clears throat> so it's important to know who you're going to be talking to so people relate to the message um An another uh, theme for this type of the year uh, how i do it is the vision board mm -hmm. things yes where you can also wave in <laughs> all kind of stuff yeah and, and that's also even online I, i love to be in a group where we sit and we bag and we do and so on but yeah distance and or situation might not allow for it but it's also very well uh, perceived online mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. good and a lot of fun yeah that's that's important you know um it's important for it to be fun so i'm really happy to hear about you know claudia's and daphne's um um experience it's when people are just sitting there listening um it's not going to have the impact that it could have if they're actually being entertained if they're actually engaging in something that's fun um, because with everything that you've been learning here, you know, how, um, our emotional state has a huge impact on what we choose or to do or choose not to do. So if we're having fun, you know, if we're feeling joyful, if we're laughing, you know, if we're just trying to figure something out like an activity, um, we're going to be in a different mindset and in a different emotional state that is more available to, um, say yes to something, right. To, to say, Oh, wait a minute, I'm having fun. I like this mask, you know, it feels good to me. Why not? Um, but if we're sitting there just, um, 
listening to information and getting bored, you know, and then just kind of like our energy level starts dropping and dropping and dropping. We just want to get out of there. You know, we don't, we don't want to hear about the product. We don't want to hear about anything else. We're just going to say, okay, thank you ladies. I'll see you later. And that's it. Um, very respectfully. <laughs> um, hopefully you never know. All right. So let me hear, let's read the chat box. Okay. So Carol has a question. Um, oh, Allison bought the URLs. Good for you. <laughs> That was quick. Um, that was quick. <laughs> Action taker. Okay, so Carol's question. One of, the, one of the problems is if you're looking at URLs, uh -huh. other people have spiders and bots that pick up the URLs that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So you can't keep looking at URLs and then coming back to it next day and then come back to it next week because somebody would have bought it and be selling it for 27000 like the guy who's got vitalityglobal.com. Yeah. yeah. So Ooh. you do have to act quickly. Yeah that there's a lot of that online. It's like picking up our activity constantly to sell us more things. Okay, so what do others say in their 30 second elevator speech? I know we're all different, though some examples. Okay, so eleva elevator speech for the business, Carol? Yeah, either both business or the health side, what others sort of do say I suppose it does depend on the person that you're meeting that mm -hmm. where you're at yeah yeah absolutely um I think it's really important to have a 30 second you know elevator uh pitch and also like a more pro prolonged like a longer version of that mm -hmm. for when you're meeting somebody and you're presenting to them or, you know, it's mm. just more of a full on intimate thing, but it's really important to have a 30 second one, um, for events for when you're, you know, introduced to people and they're like, Oh, so what do you do? I do blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, usually the formula, um, that a lot of people use in, in the business coaching, um, life coaching and also network marketing sphere is I help and then you enter your client avatar. So for Allison, it would be um, women in their midlife, right? So it's, I would say a segment, okay, or a niche. So that would be your audience, your niche who do you help with what you do? Is it, I know we get really tempted sometimes to say, well, this works for anybody, but it's really, if, when you go deeper, you'll realize it's not just anybody. You'll realize that it's people who are actually interested in, I don't know, uh, health and, and, and doing it alternatively and, and or people who want to travel the world and have freedom of time and, and space. Um, or, you know, people who are into wellness um, retreats and, you know, a certain type of lifestyle. You have to observe who you attract and, and also get clear on who you want to attract because, you know, sometimes we attract a certain type of person and we realize that, it's not really adding value, value to my business because they're not really purchasing 
and it's really uh, energy draining. So we want to fine tune our message to attract other types of people. And that's totally fine. If we're not attracting the right people, that gives us a lot of information on who we do want to attract, you know, by, by, by seeing where it's not working, we start figuring out what, what would work for us. Okay. So I help, and then you enter your client avatar and then you say with what you help them with. Okay. So it could be, um, to regenerate their energy, to recover their health, to, um, tap into their vitality, to, whatever it is. Um, or if you just want to talk about business, you know, because that's like your main aim is to grow your business. Maybe it could be, I help women, um, gain financial independence, you know, because if that's what inspires you the most about the model, you know, um, then excellent, or, you know, just, um, uh, people in their retirement years, you know, um, gain um, independence or tap into their business passion, whatever it is, that's kind of the way people say it. And then if you're inspired, you can leave the how towards the end. So how you help them do that. Let's say that you help um, uh, women in their mid 40s, um, gain financial independence, then you would say by, you know, uh, creating a team, you know, a creative or dynamic team in the network marketing field and presenting and doing this and doing that. And doing. Or if you're talking about health, you can say by um, creating a, I don't know, an exercise plan, a nutrition education plan, whatever it is, your how. That kind of gives you a blueprint for a very quick elevator pitch. People, it's important that when you say what you help them with before your how, what you're helping them with, for it to be relatable. Okay. So um, if you leave it at, to a, a very broad description, like, like um, be healthy. I help them be healthy. People don't really relate to that. But if you say, if you go a little bit deeper on how you help them be healthy, right? So these women have more energy. Um, they feel rejuvenated, right? Um, to do what? You know, to spend time with their kids or to, to create projects and be independent entrepreneurs. Um, that helps people relate. Oh yeah, I want that. You know, I want more energy. I want more, you know, um, I, I want to rejuvenate, you know, I have really been needing that. So just try to keep it to tangible outcomes so that people can relate and, you know, and not imagine, Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Kind of like a doctor, you know, <laughs> Um, does that make sense, Carol? Yeah, thank you. It does. Yeah. Okay. When I was saying that, did you kind of, um, tap into a, what you do or who you help 
I need to, I think I need to with the actual, my actual niche, I need to really work that out to sort of make it to brand myself a lot better and to work out that actual niche Mm -hmm. uh, a bit more. I think it's a bit too broad and from that, but the rest of it, yes. Okay. um, To sort of a need to, um, as Ali's got hers and and Annette's got hers and things like that, I just need to sort of work out the words for that and work out who I actually want to attract. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I know what I'm passionate about, but then just to, yeah. Just to work. Okay. Oh, I'm going to read Ali's in a bit. Um, so with the people who you want to attract, um, do you feel that you are somewhat clear on who you want to attract? Um, do you feel that who you're attracting now doesn't really work? Uh, I feel I'm somewhat clear on who I want to attract, but mm-hmm. I feel like that, yeah, I'm not attracting the right people at the present time. Okay. Okay. Well, just um, think of whoever you want to attract. Uh, where do they hang out, right? And mm-hmm. not just physically, but online, you know, are they people that are more on Instagram or Facebook? Mm-hmm. Um how can, because that will help you, uh, put them on your list. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because let's say that it's a crowd that hangs out more on Instagram, then you can put in your stories, a link to subscribe to your list. Right. And tell Mm -hmm. them that you'll send them a free something, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so those are lead magnets when you're starting to, um, think of strategies to uh, attract your ideal client, really think of what that ideal client is, the client avatar, what they like, what they're looking for, what they do, and then create a lead magnet for that. A lead magnet Mm -hmm. is just a freebie for them to download, like a free download, downloadable PDF or like a little video or something free that you can gift them. Um, And you use that to get people on your list. So if they hang out on Instagram or if they hang out uh, on Facebook, then you will post, you know, a couple of times, maybe a post and stories like, hey, I created this PDF with all my years of knowledge on how to X, Y, Z, whatever. It's free. So just subscribe to my list and then you drop the link so that they can subscribe to your list, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you can figure that out um, with whatever platform you're using, you know, MailChimp, all of the major platforms, they have um, an option for you to offer your list a link so that they could subscribe. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's Um, been really good. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Let's read everyone's pitch. So hi, I'm Dr. Ali, the midlife medicine woman, and I help women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s regain control of their raging hormones, rekindle relationships, rediscover their careers, and rest peacefully at night. Love it. Those are all relatable things. Those are perfect examples of tangible outcomes of working with um, Dr. Ali. So everybody can relate to regain control of their aging hormones, right? Because 
as women, we probably know what it means to have your hormones off balance. I know. Um, rekindle relationships, rediscover their careers, rest peacefully at night. So if she would have said just um, um, get healthy, you know, then people wouldn't really know exactly what Dr. Ali does and if that's what they're looking for, right? Because get healthy could be so many things. It could be so many things. And maybe it's not one of the ways that I want to get healthy. Um, and then Claudia's, I inspire uh, women in their 50s and above getting excited about their lives again by discovering their magic potentials and the steps needed to make this life a real reality. Okay. Uh, excited about their lives again by discovering their magic potentials. Okay. So it's kind of like, um, like, um, like a life coaching type of thing where they tap into their, their potential and see if they want to redesign their life. Is that it? Um, yeah, I mean, um, typical people coming are the ones who feel that they are not living their life. Okay, okay. Yeah. And that they're doing something <laughs> that they don't like, basically. Yeah, it's not fitting with them and they um, are looking for possibilities to, yeah, mm -hmm. sort this out. Okay, perfect. The midlife uh, crisis. The midlife <laughs> crisis, yeah, perfect. Um, so... The potential and the step needs oh. to make a life a reality. So they already envision that there is an action plan, right? The steps needed to make this life a reality. See how that is very tangible, that is very concrete. And people can just say, oh, okay, if I work with her, I'm going to take away a blueprint to do something that I want to do, right? And it's not just going to be like a broad okay, I'm going to rediscover myself and, you know, and in a guided meditation or something like that. They, they, because really when you leave things broad like that and open to interpretation, people will imagine anything. Let me tell you, I really had to work on my um, way of describing and communicating what somatic experiencing is because somatic experiencing, if I just say that, People imagine the weirdest things and it's very difficult to attract who you want to work with like that because, you know, they'll just imagine anything. And, and the same goes for the coaching industry. Some people think that coaching, you know, they confuse mentoring with coaching. Mentoring is, it's really teaching. It's really giving you a blueprint. It's really telling you do this and then you do that and then you do this. Coaching isn't really that. Life coaching, just regular life coaching, um, is really asking questions so that you can start digging deep within yourself and finding what you're looking for. Um, so the coach isn't necessarily going to tell you what to do. So those are the things that are important to kind of um, give examples of the outcomes of working with you in your pitch so people don't just imagine anything. By, by saying discovering, um, I would expect that I'm not telling them, but they discover. Yes, absolutely. 
Absolutely. And you're guiding them to discover that. Yeah, so uh, I, I feel myself more coaching than preaching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least that's the idea yeah. behind. Yeah. But, and, if, uh, and if you want to clarify that before working with them, then that's fine. But <clears throat> for a pitch, I think this is good. For a pitch, I think this is good. Yeah, absolutely. For Ellie, can I quickly say something doesn't sound right, but you say rediscover their careers. I think it would be better, Ali, if you had their uh, discover your purpose because, you know, when your hormones are balanced, my goodness, the, the, the world is your oyster, really. So I'm, I would think for people knowing their purpose, that's a big thing rather than rediscover their careers. I don't want to rediscover my career. <laughs> I love what I do. I did this I, when I was targeting professional women. I've just got a nosebleed. I was doing oh, this oh. when I was targeting professional women. And professional women don't know that they want something outside their career. I know from experience, when I burnt out, I still, it took me a while to realize that I wanted something outside medicine. Um, so, yes, I was thinking, yes, that doesn't ring true. Um, I just amended the midlife medicine women thing. But yes, I do need to. Yeah, different mm-hmm. about, but but also life purpose is a bit overused, you know. So I need to find something that rings with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I work on it. <laughs> oh. Don't get a tampon. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Everywhere. <laughs> oh. We do that sometimes if it's bad. Yeah, we do. Yeah, just keep it on there. Stay know, still. Dr. Ellie can't stay still. She's like, no, I can't. I can't stay still. <laughs> It'd be good for the photo. I know. I'm be good for the photo. <laughs> Carol says this is going to be good for the photo. All right. So we've we're reaching the end of this call. Um, if if there's anybody who has a, an unanswered question, now is the time. No, you're good. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you. Okay. So now, as always, um, we're going to take two pictures (laughs) and, um, and I'm going to go back to the Facebook group so that you can post your insights. Okay. Your ahas and your action steps. So just don't leave it in the ahas turn, whatever resonated with you, whatever was a golden nugget and insight that, you know, gave you the divine tingles, turn that into an action step so that you can start implementing. All right. Are you ready, Ali, for, for the picture? (laughs) All right. Three, two, one, smile. And now a crazy one, and you can just leave it like that if you want. (laughs) Three, two, one. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, ladies. I'm going to stop recording.